Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, cringy artwork, confused magical characters, lots of cigarette use, overpowered delinquent high school girls, strange transformation sequences, and head-scratching moments. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 408, Machi Maho, I Messed Up and Made the Wrong Person into a Magical Girl. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spirek and Manga Review, some podcasts and varying reviews about connecting the enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? Hope all of you are doing well out there in internet land. Hope you've been reading lots of great manga and hope you're excited for some really cool stuff today because we've got a lot of news and a lot of really fun topics. But if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spirekin is, like I said, some podcast and vain reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. Now, what does that mean? Well, it means that every episode we talk about one or two geeky topics and I tell you the pros and cons about it. Since this is the manga review, obviously we're talking about manga. I tell you how the art style is, the overarching plot, the characters, the actual production quality, and most importantly, if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything I'm my co-host, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Twitch, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-N. I guarantee you find us one way or the other. Remember to like and subscribe. You can email me personally at Zan, that's X-A-N, at Spirekin.com, or direct message me on Twitter at Spirekin. And last but not least, remember to join our Discord at tinyurl.com forward slash Discord where you can comment on the episode to recommend manga for me to review, and most importantly, let me know what I'm doing right and wrong. So now that all that chilling is out of the way, let's get to the episode at hand, because I'm excited, because we've got a lot of news, a lot of licensing news, but first off, some kind of tragic news, which is really sad. Um, Now, it's with a heavy heart that we announced that longtime Otakon staffer, Charles A. Shandry, also known as Chuck, if you've ever been to Otakon, he's the guy with the, the big beard, well, he recently passed away, unfortunately. He attended the first Otakon in 1994 and started volunteering for the con in 1996. He was in charge of preserving items of the con's history that are usually displayed at the convention's Oda Museum. And he left us at the age of 67. Now, this is a shame, but it does show you that you can be an anime fan until late in life. Now, a GoFundMe campaign was launched for a memorial fund in his name that will pay for Chandri's final expenses and any remaining money will be donated to charitable causes, including a local library and Otakon itself. If you want to find out more, go to otakon.org and you can find all the information out there. I know, kind of rough, but we had to get that out of the way because I bet the guy, he's really cool. Charles, Chuck was a cool guy. Little, look weird, but, you know, font of knowledge. But uh, let's get into some happy news. We've got licensing news, and we've got a lot of licensing news, so let's get through that. So first off, Jay Novel Club has licensed Mira Mikawa and Kasumi Nagai's The Culinary Chronicles of the Court Flower, the light novel series. Now, the premise of this is that Rimi has spent most of her life making food for the protector god of the land, and so you suddenly sent his tribute to the great empire of Konkoku, becoming one of the emperor's concubines. This doesn't sound familiar. She comes close to losing the taste of her home country, but she is saved by the gastronomist Shusi. As she dreams of a reunion with a kind scholar, she does her best to survive in the envy-filled rear palace with the help of her natural cheerfulness and her skill as a cook. Then out of nowhere, she is arrested and sentenced to be executed on the charge of disrespecting the emperor. How will we get out of this mess? Find out in this Chinese-inspired fantasy story about a princess and her love for food surrounded by gorgeous men. 
This seems very similar to Apothecary Diaries, but instead of it being that she's a poison nut, this is she's a cook. So this kind of hits my culinary manga fascination. Might be really good, might be terrible. We'll see. Next, they've also licensed uh, Kia Kazuki's Ascension of a Bookworm's official fan book. Now, this is the first official Ascension of a Bookworm fan book intended to be read after finishing Part 3, Volume 2. And this book is going to contain a slew of additional content, including all the color and cover artwork up to Part 3, Volume 1, a short story on some of the new apprentices' first tours of the temple, a manga chapter by Suzuka, and three four-panel manga by Yo Shinai. There's also interior design showing how Bookworm's characters are visually brought to life. And there's actually a Q&A with the author containing lesser-known details about the plot as well as information on how she planned out and developed the series. So if you're a fan of Ascension of a Bookworm and you love reading about it or checking it out, this is definitely something that you should add to your collection. I'm definitely going to be getting this for Greta because she's a huge Ascension of a Bookworm fan. So that is all of the licenses for J Novel Club. So now we have the licenses for Kodansha Comics. And the first thing they licensed was Kajira Anand's And Yet You Are So Sweet, also known as Nanoni Chigiri Kunga Amasuguru, the manga. And the premise is that Maya Kisaragi, 16-year-olds, finally confessed to her crush, only to be flatly rejected and ridiculed on social media afterwards. To make matters worse, the most popular guy in her grade, Chigurakun, overheard her despondent muttering about the whole thing. But, instead of making fun of her, he comforts her and proposes an odd solution to her heartbreak. This one is an intriguing romance series. It's a little different, because it deals with someone who's being bullied, but it could be very tropey. Not entirely sure. They have also licensed Hiroyuki's Girlfriend Girlfriend, or Kanajo Mo Kanajo, the manga. In this one, Nayo just got a girlfriend, the gorgeous Saki-chan, and though their intensities often pit them against each other like fire and ice, they're totally uncontrollably in love with each other. He vows never to cheat. When out of the blue, he receives another confession. Nagisa's cute, sweet, and she's made him lunch to boot. He knows he can't cheat, but he can't let a cutie like this get away, so he does the logical thing. Ask Saki for permission to date them both. The confidence, the arrogance, the very gall. No matter the outcome, Noya's future will be very lively. This seems insane. So a guy has a beautiful girlfriend that he has issues with and he's going to essentially cheat on her? Or this is some Takewate Kuno from Ranma one half logic. I can't choose between the two of them. I must have them both. I mean... You gotta give this guy props. He actually decides he's gonna ask his girlfriend for permission first, but what the hell? This is a train wreck waiting to happen. So it could be amazing, it could be garbage, but this one I wanna check out to review. Um, they've also licensed the Honey Blood Beauty and Her Vampire, or Mitsu Gets Suhime to Vampire, the manga. And this one, Kagari Chojo is smart and beautiful, but what really draws a crowd is her rare quote-unquote honey blood. A crowd of vampires, that is. Enter Ryotaro, her bodyguard and a vampire himself, with quite the perverted, sadistic streak. What's Kagari gotta do to have a normal life? This one seems like your generic romance vampire series. Could be good, probably gonna be crap. Um, they have licensed Rikachi's Nina the Starry Bride, or Hoshifuru Okokuku no Nina, the manga. And Nina has had a rough start to life, stealing to survive and eventually being slowed into savory by her own brother. 
But to her surprise, her captor, Prince Azor, ordained that she would live the life of a princess, specifically that of the recently deceased princess, Priestess Alicia. But despite her changing fortune, Nina won't give up her whole life without a fight, and Azor might just be the one to finally match her wits. But how much can she trust Azor? And can she stop the feelings budding in her heart, knowing that she must eventually marry another? Dun-dun-dun. Another alternative, not Isekai, but a weird, you're put in another situation, have to deal with it story. Kind of seems over the top, but whatever. Now, uh, the final thing is that they are offering an English digital release of Nakaba Suzuki's The Seven Deadly Sins, Four Nights of the Apocalypse sequel manga, also known as Mokoshiroku no Yon Kishi. And this is going to be released simultaneously with the Japanese release. Now, for those of you who don't know, in the world of the Seven Deadly Sins, Four Nights of the Apocalypse, Percival has always lived with his grandfather on the idyllic remote God's Finger. And though Percival loves a simple life, he longs for adventure. That is, until adventure comes knocking at his door, tearing away everything he's ever known and leaving him alone in the world. Now Percival has no choice but to go out into the world and see what it holds. After all, it's his destiny. If you're a fan of The Seven Deadly Sins, this is a unique spinoff. I'm kind of on the fence about it, but we will have to wait and see. So now let's get to Seven Seas Entertainment. And just like last week, they have a ton of releases. So starting off from the beginning, they have licensed Pio's Boy Meet Maria manga. And this uh, Tiger dreams of becoming an actor. So the first thing he does upon entering high school is join the drama club. There he meets the beautiful enigmic Maria and immediately falls in love with her. Not long after, Taiga is told that she's actually a boy, but is that all there is to Maria's story? This beautiful illustrated one-volume tale, the debut artist of creator Pew, became important before their untimely passing in 2020, exploring the layered nature of personal expression and the fluidity of the power of love. Now, for those who don't know, Pew was the pen name of mangaka Koshi Iguchi, who passed away on August 19, 2020, at the very young age of 23 years old. So, yeah, this is one of those ones where it's a once-in-a-lifetime manga. So, yeah. The next manga they licensed was Akina Itomachi's Chillin' in Another World with Level 2 Super Cheat Powers, or Level 2 Karachita. Tatemoto Yusha Ko Hono Matari Izekai Life Manga. And this one, Banaza, a humble merchant, is summoned to another world as a hero candidate in the hopes that he has what it takes to defeat the demon army. When his summoners discover that he possesses no special skills, Banaza is summarily dismissed, but something goes wrong and he can't go back home. Now he must find a way to survive in this new kingdom. Luckily, Banaza might be more powerful than anyone, including Banaza himself realized. Another Izekai series, huzzah. Um, the n- next one they've licensed was Maka Mochida's daily reports about my witch senpai, or Maho Senpai Nichijo manga. And this one is about Misono, an office drone with his own ups and downs at work, but thankfully he has an ally, his senpai Shizuka, who happens to be a witch. Shizuka's always ready to lend a hand to those in need, but Mizono thinks she should take better care of herself, since zipping around on a broomstick to run errands can be quite stressful. Is Mizono's over-solicitous concern for Shizuka driven by mere respect for this flustered witch, or could it be more? Let this magical romance cast its spell on you. I'm intrigued by this one. It could be a lot of fun, especially because it does something a little bit different. It's not the typical Izekai, it's just it's a girl who's a witch that's in his 
group. It could be like Flying Witch, really boring, or it could be very disturbing, like uh, Wandering Witch. Gonna have to wait and see. Then, they have licensed Goro Aizomi's Do You Like Big Girls, or Oki Onanoko wa Daisuki Deska, the manga. And this one is a trip. Tachibana Sato jumps from one part-time job to the next, just coasting through life. He's unremarkable, except for being pretty short. One day, he's roped into a new gig, working as a gopher for his older sister's college volleyball team. Suddenly, surrounded by a bunch of voluptuous women who all tower over him, Sota finds himself the subject of more female interest than he's ever had. First, he has to figure out which girl he even wants to try to go with, and then he has to make sure their big, athletic bodies don't actually destroy him in the act. This is a totally etchy series. I think it's like borderline hentai from what I remember. I've seen this manga before in something, but it's like, it's it probably is super pervy. And well, if you like that, this might be up your alley. I'm betting you this is going to be released under their ghost line. Uh, line. But anyway, so Seven Seas Entertainment also has licensed Banigashira and Moromatsu's Headhunted to Another World from Salaryman to Heavenly King. Salaryman got Izakai ni Itari Shitenon ni Nata Hanashi, the manga. And Uchimura Donosuke is just an ordinary Japanese salesman until he's sent to work in Vietnam where he dies in a hit-and-run accident. That isn't at all a trope. Uh, Uchimura is reincarnated and summoned to another world by the Demon King who offers him a new job. As one of the four heavenly kings of his army, Uchimura is faced with an offer he can't refuse, but can he do the job? Well, it's a very tropey Izakai. Is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? I do like the fact that they actually say he goes to Japan and then he had, uh, not Japan, he goes from Japan to Vietnam and then it happens. A little weird. But anyway, uh, they've also licensed Jiro Hyan's I Got Caught Up in a Hero Summons, but the other world was at peace. Or Yusha Shokan ni Makiko Moreta Kedo Izakai wa Hiwa Dishita, the manga. And when you get summoned to another world, things are supposed to go a certain way. Become a hero, battle monsters, and slay demons, right? But when Kaido gets his summons, things are a little different. First off, he's not even the hero. But it doesn't matter. Because the world has been thrust into peace. With nothing better to do, Kaito finds himself taking it easy in this unexpectedly mellow fantasy world. Now he can breakfast with his beautiful denizens, learn magic with the help of a spunky demon girl, go to barbecues, and so much more. This is one of those subversive izakais where they put the whole thing on its head, similar to the uh, the one with Haru-chan, the JK worker, uh, my personal favorite, How a Realistic Hero. This one, I'm compelled to see where it goes, because especially because the premise, they're at peace, that's a nice little twist on it. So, we'll see. Uh, they've also licensed Tofu's Level 1 Demon Lord and One Room Hero, Level 1 Mao to Ruun Yusha. Uh, ten years ago, the hero Max defeated the Demon Lord. In order to gain his power, the Demon Lord went to a deep slumber. But when he awakes, his body is only a chibi version of his fearsome form. Now curious to see what his enemy is up to, the Demon Lord visits Max, only to discover the mighty heroes living in a dirty one-room apartment. The Demon Lord decides to move in with Max and help his old enemy become a formidable opponent once again. A reverse Izakai that, well... It could be very charming. Uh, the next manga I am actually very excited for. Uh, they have licensed Mariko Kikuchi's A Life Turned Upside Down. My dad's an alcoholic. Yo to Bakemono ni Nara Chichiga Surai, the manga. 
Now, Mariko Takuchi tells the painful story of her father's alcoholism and her own journey through guilt and self-blame to understand her father's illness. She rejects the common belief that family members can and should be forgiven for anything they do no matter how much harm they cause. This powerful, self-contained autobiographical manga began as a web series that went viral and went to inspire a 2019 film in Japan. Now, this groundbreaking work about the ripple effects of addiction will be released in English for the first time. I've heard really good things about this manga, and I'm actually excited to see this. It's one of those one where it's a very dark topic, but it's one which it helps to check out. So, this one I am very excited for, and when it does come out, I am going to probably put it on the wheel. Hopefully we get it. All right, we have one more from Seven Seas Entertainment, and they have licensed Yasunori... Mitsunaga's Time Stop Hero, or Jikan Tenchi Yusha Yomi San Ka no Satai Ja Sakai wo Suki ni wa Mijika Segeru, the manga. So, just when Kuzuno Sakai hit rock bottom in his life, he's transported to a video game like Fantasy World and given the ability to stop time with a game controller. Lifting skirts, stealing cash, escaping prison sounds like a pretty good life, except for the catch. His ability to stop time allows him to stretch a moment into months, but in the world's regular flow of time where everything else functions, he only has three days to accomplish some goal that isn't specified. If he doesn't reach that goal before the world's three-day timer hits zero, he has no idea what fate stores him. So they've combined the Simpsons episode where Bart and Milhouse break the time watch with Majora's Mask? This one uh, is weird and strange, but... I'm kind of on board. Anyway, so now the other ones. Viz Media. They have a lot of stuff that's coming out. Uh, first off, um, they have licensed Kahito Yamada and Sukasa Abe's Frian Beyond Journey's End, or Soso no Frian, the manga. And this is the premises for Immortal El Frian. The adventures are over. Now a new adventure begins, figuring out what to do with the rest of her life. They've licensed Full Metal Alchemist A New Beginning, um, Aratana Hajimaru, the light novel, and this is written by Makoto Inoue, and the art is, and the original story is by Hiromu Arakawa. And of course, you have to complete your Full Metal Alchemist experience with this Winry focused light novel that has never before been published in English. So if you're a fan of Winry, this is for you. They have a the Romiko Takahashi long-awaited Mao manga finally licensed. Now, this is kind of cool. Uh, the latest work takes us back to Taisha-era Japan that's infected with lots of demons and only an exorcist named Mao could end them. One part time travel, one part period piece. This is a really trippy manga that I love, and more importantly, it's a Romiko Takahashi joint, and you know I like 90% of them, so yeah. Uh... My Love Mix-Up by Wataru Hinekura with art by Aruko, also known as Keita Hotsukoi, the manga. And Boy Loves Girl, Girl Loves Other Boy, then Other Boy Thinks First Boy Loves Him. That sounds very crazy. That is a weird love triangle, so that's a bit of a trip. But anyway, let's go on. The next manga they licensed by Kachiro Ishizue is the Rosenblood, the manga, and after a terrible carriage accident, Stella awakens in a gothic mansion in the presence of four impossibly gorgeous vampires. One part Wallflower, one part most vampire series. Is this good? Is it bad? It's a vampire series. I have to admit the other vampire series we talked about, the Honey Blonde, sounds so much better than this one. But this could be good. 
not sure. Um, by Naya Matsumoto, they picked up Kaiju number eight. This one, I don't know anything about it. They have not even released a synopsis, so this one could be good because especially it's about Kaiju. Uh, for you Pokemon fans, they have licensed Machito Gomi's Pokemon Journeys the series. And this is uh, Ash traveling the world with Go. So if you like the new Pokemon series, the official manga has come out. Yay. Also, by Santa Harazuki, Pokemon Pocket Comics Sun and Moon manga. The gags and puns all in the Sun and Moon universe. Could be funny, could be terrible. Uh, for those of you who are fans of Bleach... Tite Kubo's Burn the Witch manga is finally been released. Yes, it is the expansion of Bleach, which takes place in the western branch of Soul Society, Reverse London. And this is based on the OVA, which was released on Netflix. Um, hopefully they draw out the world and make it a little bit better than what it was. Not entirely sure. Also, for you Animal Crossing fans, a new manga is coming out. Animal Crossing's New Horizon Deserted Island Diary, or Atsumara... Dobotsu no Mori Mujito no Diary, the manga. And this is featuring your favorite villagers in Animal Crossing. For you Akira Toriyama fans, we're getting the Manga Theater, which is a collection of action-packed short stories from the famed creator of Dragon Ball. It's going to be released as a single hardcover edition, which is really cool. For you Junji Ito fans, we're getting Deserter, the story collection, which is really messed up. It is considered an ever-increasing malice, a mind-numbing terror, the seeds of horror sown in a truly horrific collection of the renowned mangaka's early works. So this is his early stuff, so it's a little more um, raw and not as polished, but still unnerving. For you Demon Slayer fans, the entire series is now available, all 23 volumes of the series, plus exclusive gifts, in the Demon Slayer Kimitsu no Yaiba manga box set, Brought to you by the creator of Demon Slayer, Kyoharu Gotogi. Uh, you M One Piece fans, we're getting the One Piece manga box set 4, which is going to be volume 71 through 90, which makes up the Desrosa So Whole Cake Island and Revere arc. Also going to have some exclusive bonus gifts. And then the one manga, or not manga, one book I'm excited for, the One Piece Pirate Recipes, or One Piece Pirate Recipes, Umi no Ichiyu Ryorin Sanji no Manpuku Gohan book, which I talked about in an earlier news segment. This is made by creator Nami Ijimi, and these are the recipes that power the One Piece crew, brought to you with flair and style by Chef Sanji. There's tons of different recipes from this, and it's kind of cool. Uh, for you My Hero Academia fans, by Kohei Horikoshi, you're getting the My Hero Academia Ultimate Analysis, the official character guidebook. Learn everything about your favorite My Hero Academia heroes and villains. Uh, for you Metal Gear fans, Hideo Kojima, the creator of Metal Gear and Death Standing, has written a book called The Creative Gene Book. Now this is going to explore the influences and inspirations that shaped his work. So yeah, if you're a Kojima fan, definitely worth checking out. And then... Finally, we have Yen Press with six licenses. So we have um, their first license, which is Mizuki Nomaru and Miho Takeoda's bonded book, The Only Way of the Operating Room, Musubu Tuhon, Kekashita no Ichu, the novel. And this is about Mishubi, a boy who can hear the voices of books, and one day he meets a children's book that wants to go back to someone named Hana, and the search begins. Will he be able to fulfill the book's request? 
kind of cool. Uh, they've licensed Kafka, Asagi, Sango, Harukawa, and Shiwasu Hoshikawa's Bungo Stray Dog Beast manga. This is a parallel universe of the Bungo Stray Dog universe, where Ryunosuke Akutakawa's desperate mission to save his younger sister leads to him being recruited by the armed detective agency, but standing in his way is none other than the feared White Reaper of the Port Mafia, Atsushi Nakajima. As darkness and light face off, what fate awaits the two? Kind of cool. Uh, they've licensed Kazamu uh, Kamachi and Mahaya's Mega Stealth Bad Trip novel. Now, when a virtual money game where all illegal acts are permitted grows so popular, it affects the real world economy. A skilled and unscrupulous player can have devastating influences. Not like real world and with stocks at all. No, not at all. Fortunately, Konami Soho and his succubus-like AI partner have some of the best skills that are disposed to protect the real world from the virtual one. A new crime action series from the author of A Certain Magical Index. This is a unique light novel series that does something different, even though it seems based on real world events. Whatever. Uh, the one book that I'm shocked is coming out. We're getting uh, the memoirs of... Megumi Hayashibara, known as the character taught me everything, living life one episode at a time. If you want to get in-depth in one of the most popular seiyu of all time, Megumi Hayashibara, this is for you. Uh, they've licensed Iori Miyazawa and Tochiro Kawashima's Make You Labyrinth Kingdom, a tactical fantasy world survival guide, or the Make You Kingdom novel. After being transported to another world, one man's mission is to rebuild the kingdom. He has a very particular set of skills. He's ready to face any obstacle because who dares wins. Monsters, dungeons, and war stand no chance to get the special forces. And finally, they've licensed Sakuma Sakai and Eshi Hayama's The Undead King's Reign of Peace, or Fushi to Fushi ni Sasaki, the novel. A young girl, Miro, on the brink of death due to an epidemic is rescued by the terrifying no-life king, a skeleton of great power. As he continues to help and provide for her and others, the people around him eventually come to trust and rely on him. However, their peaceful life is shattered when the local ruler hears talk about sightings of a powerful undead and dispatches soldiers to put the threat down. Will the no-life king and Miro be able to achieve a world where everyone can live in peace, where everyone's first instinct is either to fight or run away? Who knows? So those are all of the licenses for all the companies and pretty much i'm going to break down when they're available right now first off culinary chronicles are currently available through j novel club's website so if you want to read it you can check it out there also seven deadly sins four nights of the apocalypse is available through bookwalker comicology kindle and crunchyroll right now um girlfriend girlfriend nina the starry bride the honey blood beauty and her vampire and yet you are so sweet will be released digitally by Kodansha consecutively through April 2021. Each one's the, they're every Tuesday, so it's going to be April 6th, 13th, 20th, and 27th. You're going to get each of these. Um, Chilling in Another World, I Got Caught in a Hero Summon, and Level 1 Demon Lord and One Room Hero is going to be released by Seven Seas Entertainment, both digitally and in print, in August 2021. Bound in Book, Bungo Stray Dogs, Magi Stealth, Mikeru, Labyrinth Kingdom, The Undead's Reign of Peace, and the Megumi Hayashibara Memoir are going to be released in print by Yen Press in August 2021. Headhunted to Another World and Time Stop Hero will be released digitally and in print by Seven Seas in September 2021. Do You Like Big Girls is going to be released digitally and in print under Seven Seas Entertainment's Ghost Print label in September 2021. Guess that. 
all the Viz titles are going to be released in random time in fall of this year, in 2021. Boy Meets Maria will be available by SSE, both digitally and in print, in October 2021. The print edition of Ascension of a Bookworm, the official fan book, is going to ship on October 5th through J Novel Club, so order it now. A Life Turned Upside Down is going to be released digitally and in print by SSE in November 2021. And then finally, daily reports about my Witch Senpai will be released digitally and in print by SSE in January 2022. So those are your releases for your licenses. Now we have some just general news, and then we'll get to it. We only have four things, so don't worry. We're almost done with the news segment. First off, on May 17th, uh, Mangaka Bronson, the guy who made... Hokuto no Ken is collaborating with Nozaki Hanachi to launch a new manga titled To Beat in Shokokuken's big comic Zokan magazine. The manga is set in Shinjuku's famous Kabukichio Entertainment District and centers on Hageo, a down-as-luck middle-aged man who opens the Yorozu Agency Company in Kabukicho, as well as Okura, a detective who makes himself at home in the company. The hard-boiled action manga will center on the pair being involved in various incidents, with the first one to enter their door being a high school girl who is looking to acquire a handgun. I am excited for this because it's going to be insane, and Boronsen has written some really cool things, also some really weird stuff as well. Anyway, that's May 17th. Now on March 25th, Yuki Urashibara is going to be publishing a new special short for the Mushishi manga in Kodansha's Afternoon Magazine. And it's going to be titled Chikakeru Kagi, or The Shadow That Soars Through Land. Now, I'm a huge fan of Mushishi, and Mushishi ran in Afternoon Season Zokan, the magazine, from 1999 to 2003, and then ran Afternoon Magazine from 2003 to 2008 with two chapter specials in 2013. We talked about this manga all the way back in episode 120. Um, that was Bell Chan who did that, and that was a long time ago. Um, Mushishi is a great series. If you have not checked it out, highly recommend it. Anyway, enough of that geeking. Last two. On March 9th, Santa Inoue will launch a new manga titled Zangi in Akita Shoten's Young Champion Magazine. This psycho-suspense manga will follow a very normal family embroiled in overwhelming violence. Sounds kind of shocking. And then finally, on February 19th, mangaka Kenshiro Sakamoto launched a new manga titled Yachitu Mao, or The Brave and the Demon King, in Got Corporation's Comic Midu website. Now this... Doration comedy manga follows a young girl hero in the strongest Demon King. The Demon King has defeated every warrior he's come across, but when a weak little adventure girl appears before him, he meets his match. This is comical, cute, and weird. It's essentially Boo from Monsters, Inc. meeting Sully, but Sully is actually the Demon Mao. So, yeah. Kind of crazy. Uh, and that's the news for the day. I know the segment gets longer and longer at the end of the month, but we're done. Huzzah. No more news for for the rest of the month and now next month we'll get to stuff but let's get to the reason why i do this podcast the actual manga review of the day and i'm excited because this one is kind of well let's get to it so if you remember the last episode i spun that one that only the wheel of manga and i think to be there viewing a manga that was written by a crazy person known as soryu now 
This manga was published in Shonchosha, but released over here by Seven Seas Entertainment. It is a Senen series that originally ran October 2016 to present. There are seven volumes, and it's classified as an action, drama, comedy, fantasy, horror, magical girl series. And what manga is this that I'm talking about? Well, it is Magikata Kowo Maho Shoujo ni Shitse Shimata, or... Machi Maho, I messed up and made the wrong person into a magical girl. This is a weird parody thing. And so the premise is that there is a cute creature known as uh, Mew, who is trying to find a brave candidate to become a magical girl and defend the world from an alternative evil. And there is a demon chasing after him. He has no idea what to do, but he sees this really quintessential cute girl with long hair looks adorable in her school outfit he's like you know what i'm gonna pick her she's great and he as he's about to give her her powers he notices she goes from cute girl to angry girl with a cigarette in her mouth but it's too late he gives her the power and now kyo majiba this cute young lady is a cruel delinquent with superpowers and when he meets him he's like meets her he's like listen this your magical girl Mew, I'll help you out, Mew. And he's like, stop saying Mew and smacks him in the head. The monster shows up ready to kick her ass. She doesn't even transform. She just backhands him and just cruelly beats the shit out of him in a very dark way. And you feel bad for the the monster. You're like, why is she doing this to him? But she's just beating him mercilessly. And this is the, the, the premise of it. It's just... He realizes he made a mistake, and the last thing is, I screwed up. I chose the wrong person. But it takes a while for him to figure it out, because first he's like, oh, I'll help you out. We'll fight the bad guys. You gotta transform. No, I don't want to transform. It's stupid. Uh, so where are we going? Oh, I'm gonna go to this boy's school, because this guy bumped into me and didn't say he's sorry, so I'm gonna go there and beat the shit out of him. Oh, there's a giant monster inside the school killing everybody. Ah, uh, screw it. Let him kill him. I'm gonna kick this guy's ass. But, but... But why? Because I want to kick this guy's ass. You going to yell at me? No, no, no. Do whatever you want. But you know if you transform, you'll be able to kick his ass harder. Oh, really? No, I don't want to transform. That is the dynamic of this. It's just kind of, it's just the bickering between the two of them and her treating Mew like shit. Eventually, she gets another sidekick. The guy that she was going to kick his ass ends up becoming her toady. Like he says, oh, you're so awesome. You're great. Forgive me for being so mean to you. I'll do whatever you say. And he's a typical delinquent kid with a huge pompadour. And he's her servant. And then eventually we find out later in a whole sequence when he takes Mew while she's going to school. And they end up working at a uh, men's cafe as host host boys, which is so weird. Um, that the pompadour is actually fake. He actually has a really cool haircut. He looks super awesome. Super pretty boy, super handsome, but he's like, no, I want to wear that because she likes that. Don't let anyone know that I have a pretty boy hair. I'll lose my street cred. And yeah, the first time she transforms, she goes ballistic because it has the whole turns nude moment, but it's taking so long that people see her naked and she flips out and says, I'll kill you if you look to me nude. And she goes from looking really angry to looking really cute when some things happen. Like she's going to beat the hell out of the toady guy unless he gets her a coffee. The first coffee gets is black. So she says, I'm going to kill, rip your insides out and kill you. And then later on she ends up getting a, caramel coffee and she likes and she gets a, looks like a cute girl 
I've seen Soryu's other work. And Soryu's worked on some other series, including um, Bra School, B421, and This Is Good. And he's got a very weird style, but this is very different. Usually it's kind of pervy. It's prison school level perviness. And there's some just weird looks. This one, it looks atrocious. I don't like the art style. I really don't. And I remember hearing about this a couple years ago when he begged people to buy this manga instead of pirating it because he needed people to, he didn't want to lose his money. And honestly, this manga, I see what he was going for. I don't like it. I really don't. This is not good. It's not good at all. Let's be honest. It's it's the One Punch Man. We got one joke, and that's all we're going to do. But One Punch Man is charming with the background characters and the art. This doesn't even have that. The art isn't charming. It's The sequences with her fighting are impossible to follow. Her look in her quote-unquote cute form is not cute. Her angry form looks just angry when she finally transforms. You don't even see exactly how she looks. It's not even like a good transformation sequence. It's just kind of a strange like three panels that make no sense and then when you see her she's half shadowed i mean maybe that's because the shoryu doesn't want to show how she looks because she wants to be hidden but it's a magical world series you should see how the character looks and you don't you just see her constantly in her school uniform i mean there's some little clever moments like one moment is you find out that she lives not in this she lives in an underground bunker that her parents set for her that's filled with a cigarette that she gets because she's obsessed with this one cigarette that her dad stockpiled 30 years worth of the cigarettes that's no longer made and there's nothing else in her in this bunker uh she asks for futana futana fall down but it's like i have no sympathy for the character i don't like the character and i don't find her attractive i don't it's it's there's no elements of her i like and she's kind of detestable now, recently we reviewed uh, PsyOps Asuka-chan. In that series, you liked Asuka. It made sense what they did. It was a twist on the Magical Girl sequence that made sense. The Magical Girl with PTSD. And you have Madoka Magica, where the whole premise is that, oh, QB looks cute, but he's actually a demon. Fine. This is, I chose the wrong girl to get the powers. That's fine, but you should do something with it. And this, it's just, it's not even reprehensible. It's not like... In Ino Yashiki, where it's you had Ino Yashiki got powers, and you had the kid who was psychotic, who was like, "I'm going to get revenge on everybody." There's no rhyme or reason for this character. It's just I'm a delinquent, and I'm a jerk, or I'm a bitch. That's it. That's her whole mo, and I don't find anything gravitating towards her. I don't. Uh, out of our rating system, I have to give this uh, take it to Prius purified and burn it. This is a garbage manga. It really is. I thought it would have been okay. It's not. It's drawn terribly. It's kind of stressful. And to be honest with you, I don't... I just don't like it. I can honestly not like it. I find it to be just not a good parody of the Magical Girl series. Uh, It's got some horror elements, but it's not good horror elements. Just kind of like, oh, it's a scary monster, but the monsters, you can't even tell how they look. They look like just shadow creatures. They're not drawn well. She's not drawn well. Uh, the sequence where she uses the, her magical staff wrong and beats something to death, that's kind of funny, but it doesn't save it. It's not even worth a 
typical reading material at your local correction facility because it's just so reprehensible. It's it's not even mediocre. It's just it's just I wasted my time reading this. I wasted my time getting this manga. I had to go leaps and bounds to get this manga, and it wasn't worth it. It really wasn't. So yeah, I'm going to give this our lowest rating, and if you disagree with me, you can email me personally at zan at spyrokin.com or tweet me at spyrokin. Let me know what you think. If you disagree, if you thought this was a good series, let me know. Uh, so, as usual, thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. I hope you guys have been having fun. I love doing this. I'm going to be doing this as long as I can. Hopefully, I can outlast uh, a lot of other podcasters and stay on as long as I can. Uh, start liking me up on iTunes because I've been doing this a long time and I want people to start seeing me on the uh, manga site because it seems that apparently I'm not even on the manga top 100. So, pit me out. Get me up there. Go to iTunes and start liking me. <laughs> no, it's a, a shameless plug, but yeah. If you go to iTunes, you can look up Sparkin uh, Review Podcast. Start liking, start commenting. Get me up in those ranks. If I'm able to make it to the top 100, I will give a random fan, if you email me or tweet me, a manga. And I have a bunch to give away, so we'll see how that goes. So, now that shameless plugging is out of the way, let's get to the uh, actual manga releases for the week. We've got 55 for February 23rd, 2021. A lot is going on. And uh, just going over it, we have A Certain Magical Index SS, Volume 2, The Light Novel. A Sister's All You Need, Volume 9, The Light Novel. A Witch's Love at the End of the World, Volume 2, The Manga. Banished from the Hero's Party, I Decide to Live a Quiet Life in the Countryside, Volume 2, The Light Novel. Boarding School, Juliet, Volume 15. Combats Will Be Dispatched, Volume 5, The Light Novel. Data Live, Volume 1, The Light Novel. Days of Love at Seagull Villa, Volume 2, The Manga. Days of Fists, Volume 1, The Manga. Death March to the Parallel World, Rhapsody, Volume 13, The Light Novel. Do You Like the Nerdy Nurse, The Manga. Do You Love Your Mom and Her Two-Hit Multi-Target Attack, Volume 8. Donut Under a Crescent Moon, Volume 1. Iniel and Duela, Volume 2. Failed Princess, Volume 3. Flying Witch, Volume 9. Super Sugar Life, Volume 8. How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift, Volume 5. I Will Not Reach You, Volume 1. ID Invaded, Hashtag Break Broken Volume 1. I'm in Love with the Villainous, The Light Novel Volume 2. In the Land of Liddell, Volume 2, The Light Novel. I have been killing slimes for 300 years and maxed out my level, Volume 5, The Manga. Kakegururi Twin, Volume 9. Konosuba, God's Blessing on This Wonderful World, Volume 13, The Light Novel. Love and Heart, Volume 1. May Those Laid in Battlegrounds Leave No Trace, Volume 3, The Light Novel. Miyako Chan, Volume 2, The Manga. Overlord, The Undead King O, Volume 6. Penguin Gentleman, Penguin Gentleman, the manga. Play Cool Guys, Volume 1. Ragna Crimson, Volume 1. ReZero, Starting Life in Another World, Volume 15, the light novel. Restaurant to Another World, Volume 4, the manga. St. Young Men, Omnibus, Volume 5, which is Volumes 9 and 10. Skeleton Knight in Another World, light novel, Volume 8. Slasher Maidens, Volume 2. Solo Leveling, Volume 1, the comic and the manga. Sweat and Soap, Volume 6. Sword Art Online, Alternative Gun Gale Online, Volume 8, The Light Novel. Sword Art Online, Project Alisation, Volume 2, The Manga. The Ancient Megas Bride, Wizards Blue, Volume 2. The Boredom of Haruhusu's Zizia, The Light Novel. The Disappearance of Haruhusu's Zizia, The Light Novel. The Executioner and Her Way of Life, Volume 1, The Manga. The Girl Without a Face, Volume 1. 
The Greatest Demon Lord is Reborn as a Typical Nobody, Volume 5 Light Novel. The Saga of Tanya the Great, Volume 13, the manga. The White Cat's Revenge as Plotted from the Dragon King's Lap, Volume 2, the manga. Virgin Road, Volume 1. WITCH, the graphic novel, Part 7, New Powers, Volume 3, the manga. Wizards of Mickey, Volume 2. And then finally, Yuri in My Job, Volume 7. And there's a couple I'm interested in. For me, the mangas I'm interested in are Virgin Road, um, The Girl Without a Face, The Harley Susumiya Light Novels, Executioner and Her Way of Life, uh, Sweat and Soap, Solo Leveling, Restaurant to Another World, ReZero, Play It Cool, Penguin Gentleman, uh, actually not Penguin Gentleman, um, Miyoko-chan, Love and Heart, I'm in Love with the Villainous, I Will Not Reach You, Dumberu, uh, Donuts Under Crescent Moon, Do You Love the Nerdy Nurse, Days of Fess, Data Live, Banished from the Heroes Party, and Circuit Magical Index. Those are the ones I'm interested in. Which ones are you interested in? Let me know. Zanspirekin.com. And with that in mind, let's get to the part that you have all been waiting for. And that is that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on. What I've done is I've assigned a manga title to each of the 10 slots. So we're going to do a spin. This one, this only, the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, that manga, which is on that number, is the one I review in the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, episode 409. And I'm excited because we've got some great mangas on here. And there's a couple that I'm super excited for. So let's spin and see what we're going to review, shall we? Number eight. Oh, I've been waiting to do this one a while. So, in the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, I'm going to be reviewing a manga, which is a reinterpretation of one of the greatest giant robo series of all time. And what are we talking about? We're talking about Getter Robo Evolution. Stay tuned for that, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you guys enjoy. Remember to like and subscribe. Check out our website, Spyrokin.com. Email me at zanspyrokin.com. And as usual, I'm your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time. And keep reading manga. I'll see you later.